Hello and welcome to the PR Department Podcast. You're through to your host, Katie Braden, and this is episode 56. Darlings, darlings, darlings. This episode is all about Charlotte Tilbury and the recent missing lipstick drama that has been unfolding mainly over on TikTok. It hasn't really surfaced on any other platforms, so we'll call it TikTok drama for sure. So let's recap. For those of you who don't know what has gone down, so Charlotte Tilbury is launching um new lipsticks I think it is from their like Hollywood collection and they've gone very like 2015-2016 beauty era about it and sent out like colossal lipstick shaped PR boxes with like 20 different shades or however many there are with the matching lip liners inside this giant lipstick box So all sounds very standard, right? They've got this giant lipstick box, they're sending it out, influencers are receiving it, all is well and good in beauty land, darlings, until the influencers start unboxing their giant lipsticks on TikTok to find that the lipsticks are missing. So they've opened this giant lipstick, right? And there's all these like individual compartments where the lipstick is supposed to sit alongside its consecutive lip liner. And all the lip liners are all in there, nice and snug, you know, all the shades. And then you look at the lipstick compartments and they're all just empty. And there's been some like really funny reactions on TikTok. And I'll come round to this and I'll sort of give my take on it and explain it in more detail but people are basically contemplating like whether the Charlotte Tilbury team left the lipsticks out on purpose and one of the reasons why people think that is because in these unboxing videos the influencer reactions are quite funny and some people are saying that they feel quite staged people are also noticing that there's like cutaways in the video so they'll open the box they'll like do whatever there'll be a cut and then they'll be like oh my god the lipsticks are missing so people are like are they removing them or like what what's the what's the crack my personal opinion on this little thing in particular is they're probably unsure like how much of their reaction to include like how to even react because obviously like Charlotte Tilbury is a huge brand they're also renowned for having really close influencer relationships you know they pay people often to do sponsored ads so that's all going through your head as an influencer when you're doing like an organic unboxing video that's you know allegedly not paid for you're thinking oh don't want to say anything too negative like don't want to be too like crazy about the missing lipsticks like what do I do um so they're probably cutting the camera whilst they like compose themselves and think about what their next angle is and how do they play this out so I think that's pretty much we can scratch that out right away but that was one of the things that was flagged so I just wanted to put that in there um so yeah they've sent these giant old school PR boxes to major major influencers one of which was Michaela who's like arguably the biggest beauty creator on TikTok 
and she was like, "There's no lipstick in there, Charlotte." You've <laughs> that was Northern. That that was not. I'm just not going to do that again. I'm so sorry. Like, let's just forget the last ten seconds just happened. Um, so she's like, you know, doing her over the top shenanigans, whatever. But she didn't get any lipsticks. Um, so after this, people, the influencers, then start to receive more PR boxes however this time they are in like very basic like unbranded like basically like customer boxes so you've gone from this like really extravagant like huge lipstick custom PR box to like just a standard cardboard box and they are then receiving the lipsticks that should have been in the giant lipstick. Michaela actually showed that hers arrived in like branded evidence bags But so she actually says in her video like oh this must have been strategic and planned out because like you know it's all custom packaging and whatnot. Putting Brandon on basically like glorified freezer bags would have taken a few seconds so I would again take that angle with a grain of salt in terms of did they plan this was this strategic? So that leads me quite nicely on to my next point. People are basically contemplating whether this was in fact an accident and somebody didn't pack the PR boxes properly or if this was done on purpose. So in terms of like how would this have been an accident? So behind the scenes when you do PR boxes you basically do it one of two ways. The first way is a client will send you their products that are going to be included in the PR box. You will source all the bits and pieces. So like the box, um, any additional gifts, press cards, you know, like the, the wrapping that goes in there, any like custom stamps or stickers or whatever it is. And the PR will pack the PR box in their PR office and they will ship it out from their PR office. So they will basically get to see exactly what the PR box looks like, how it goes out. They can add things like personalized notes, whatever it is, and they can make it really jazzy fizzle. Honestly, when I was a PR intern, packing PR boxes was the best part of my day. I loved it. It was like amazing and I got really, really good at tying bows. So the other way of doing it is you have all of the PR box components. Um, so for example, in this case, like a giant custom lipstick box and obviously all of the products sent into the warehouse where, you know, normal customers would get their products sent out of. The warehouse team would then compile this PR box abiding by the instructions they've been sent from marketing and then you know the logistics would take over so the same couriers as like your consumer people orders um, so it would go out via a warehouse basically. So judging on this potential mistake and also how the PR box looks so the PR box is very much like a custom box with products inside it. So I'm thinking this went through a warehouse at some stage. Um, I just have a feeling that that's how this happened. Somebody has gone to put lipsticks in a box and 
they haven't got all the way through something's distracted them they've gone on their lunch and they've missed the lipsticks because another strange thing about this is that some people had lipsticks and some didn't so it's clearly like gone down a production line and some have got missed which is easy to do when you're sending out of a warehouse I've done it myself I've done both ways where I've packed them myself and I've also had other ways where they have been packed through a warehouse and then as a PR, you basically don't get to see how those PR boxes look until the content lands. So the PR team would have seen those boxes being opened with no lipsticks in at the same time as the world. So <laughs> that's how I theorise it has gone down. Um, so another reason why I think straight off the bat this wasn't part of the PR strategy is Charlotte Tilbury oils like a well-oiled machine but they are pretty corporate in how they do things so even over on their TikTok like if they're posting a TikTok video it is not like shit lighting on an iPhone like it's just not like they're even their TikTok videos are so overproduced and so like over the top in terms of production What they did next after they discovered the lipstick scandal made me think like they are floundering here because Charlotte Tilbury as a brand then start to post on their TikTok this like murder mystery style video series where they're trying to like find out who stole the missing lipsticks. Um, But it's very like filmed on an iPhone it's like the people who are in the office like it's just like an iPhone around the office kind of vibe video which is so far from the quality and like professionalism of Charlotte Tilbury's regular content they even had Charlotte Tilbury herself included in this like mini side mission campaign and even her video was like shot on an iPhone like when usually she's so 4D on TikTok you'd swear like she was in your living room so you could really tell the difference I think in terms of how they filmed it if this whole missing lipstick thing was part of the plan from day dot I just think that those following TikToks from the brand would have been produced at some level like they would have had proper lighting maybe they would have shot it in a studio maybe they would have had like the different celebrities who are included in like the Hollywood lip because I I believe the Hollywood lip is like named after different iconic celebrities like they would have had those people in the videos like I just think it would have been a lot bigger had they planned this and strategically made this part of their campaign but On the other hand, I'm seeing a lot of discourse on TikTok at the moment from popular creators, strategists, you know, all people who talk about the behind the scenes of content on TikTok, basically saying that it's not so far-fetched that they did this on purpose because a lot of people are doing this type of thing on TikTok in order to garner more attention, more comments, and therefore have a better chance of going viral. So I was actually watching a TikTok strategy um, video this morning about millennial pause. So a millennial pause is when there is a pause at the beginning of the video as if like, you know, when someone's filming you to start a TikTok and they're like, three, two, one, go, like getting ready to film the video, like leaving that pause in 
it's called the millennial pause because obviously like us millennials don't really know how to use tiktok allegedly um leaving the millennial pause in and then everyone in the comments like oh millennial pause like oh that pause at the beginning is so funny like blah 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 like they have something to comment on therefore you get lots of comments like it's the same thing as like when Kendall Jenner cut the cucumber the wrong way around like everyone was commenting and people still use that as like a point of reference like if someone cuts something wrong on TikTok they're like oh Kendall you know like people have got something to talk about um even like you know like purposefully leaving things in the video or like purposefully holding something wrong or doing something wrong that you know is going to spark like medial outrage like outrage that doesn't really matter but people are going to get like pissed about it and they're going to comment and then the video is going to go viral so this is all part and a very common part of tiktok strategy so people were like oh obviously they've left the lipsticks out on purpose so that like the influencers will comment on it like it's more of a story than just oh here are our new lipsticks like here's another PR box send out like the same as all the others then people will be able to comment about it and speculate about it and you know whatever I get that side of it and if they did plan it it would have been I I really don't want to say good because it's kind of like a sloppy strategy but it could have been good um I was watching uh, Robert Welsh. He did a YouTube commentary video on this, which I always love his videos because he's so well spoken and he really does a good job of giving like the influencer perspective on things um, whilst being like very self-aware. And I really, really, really love his commentary videos. So you should watch. Um, But he was basically saying that Elf, I didn't know this because I hadn't seen it, but Elf had done something very, very similar, like only like a few weeks to a month ago so he thought it would have been strange that they would have done like another sort of murder murder mystery like who's stolen the lipsticks thing like right after elf has done it but then on the other side of the coin maybe they thought oh it's worked for elf we're bigger we can do it and no one will know that we sort of copied you know there's all these theories flying around at this stage so everyone's contemplating is it a pr strategy is it a stunt everyone's commenting on the videos um and then obviously Charlotte Tilbury fuel in the fire by doing their sort of like low budget rushed TikToks of it all, um, which really actually made me think that it is the latter it is not a PR strategy because I honestly think it would have been better produced if it was. Um, then there's another thing that people were contemplating and they were saying like, because obviously at this point, they're getting multiple posts from these influencers. Like Michaela ended up posting like, maybe two to three videos on this one launch because she gets the box there's no lipsticks then she gets the new lipsticks in the evidence bag then she's trying them out like the content is like drawn out and people were then contemplating okay so if this was planned are all of these influencers being paid because now they're not only posting the unboxing and being like where are the lipsticks they're posting the next box and then they're trying them on then they're doing this that and the other like the story's being drawn out and they're all posting in a certain way but neither charlotte tilbury nor the influencers are stating ad i mean when do they but (laughs) that's sort of another thing that people are contemplating as part of this whole thing is like is everyone just being paid to like file into this story I personally, again, don't think so. I think that the influencer just posting updates because they know it'll do well. Because again, 
they're also going to benefit from people commenting being like where are the lipsticks like they're benefiting from not just being another standard PR unboxing video they're getting loads of comments they're getting loads of interactions so if Charlotte Tilby were to strategically do this and were to pay the influencers it probably would have looked quite similar because they're also benefiting from the views from doing this organically and kind of like following the storyline and giving updates and showing the evidence bags and all this jazz so that was something and also the evidence bags added fuel to the fire because Michaela stated as I said earlier in the podcast like oh like could this have been planned because they've already got bags like ready to go but as I said you can literally get branded bags in a couple of days like I really don't think that that is anything to go on in my humble opinion um I do think though this mistake has kind of like saved them a little bit because they've ended up getting loads more PR from it like I said they've ended up getting you know two to three videos average out of these influencers when maybe they wouldn't have even got one in the first place so there's that and then obviously people are talking about it making videos about it you know you've got people like myself and Robert commenting on it um so they've ended up getting a lot of PR out of it even if it was a potential logistical error or mistake and I think that's probably served them well because I really don't think that this style of sending out PR boxes really has a place in our industry or in our society in 2024 like as I said at the beginning of the podcast this was a very like 2015-16 style beauty box where it was like absolutely massive like they've got all these shades all these products that they're not going to do anything with Robert even stated in his video again like love his perspective he was saying that these boxes are actually a nightmare because unless you are collecting them which like what are you going to do collect hundreds and thousands of boxes until you like live in a house of boxes no and then you have to take them apart and like break them down into different things that can and can't can and can't be recycled because it's not a simple one and done cardboard box you know there's plastic elements there's different types of cardboard there's like shiny cardboard dull cardboard which all has to be separated you then have masses of product that you're not going to use 25 lipsticks and lip liners like it would take you 25 years to get through that much product so you've then got to figure out like if you donate it if you give it to a friend and then you have to try it and you feel bad and yada 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 like we're at the point now where me specifically like I tend to work with more um, conscious and environmentally friendly brands just because that's where we are as a society as a culture I do believe in karma so I make good choices in the clients that I choose to work with but I always lean to more of the side of simplicity whilst also doing a beautiful PR box and making influencers feel special At the end of the day, the goal of your PR box is to get products into somebody's hands so that they can try something, something they haven't tried before, something that's new, something that they want to try again, right? That's the goal. So in doing that, all you have to do is send them products, send them nicely presented products, the same way that you should be sending to your customers. And that is one of the main problems with these like gigantic PR boxes is that aside from the obvious environmental impact you are essentially saying like these influences are so much more important than you 
peasant customers and that's how it reads like that's why brands have sort of been forced to move away from these extravagant PR trips and you know giving their influencers like so much all the time like people are seeing PR hauls on TikTok and calling them disgusting and they are you know like as long as the brand is putting energy into beautiful branding and conscious packaging for their customers like I don't see why PR boxes can't look the same like why shouldn't influencers have the same experience as customers like I don't get it like I don't get why we have to send people gigantic lipsticks filled with hundreds of products they're not going to use I feel like we're really past that and I think because we've been focused on the scandal of it all with the missing lipsticks they've kind of flown under the radar that they've kind of done this as their PR activation um yeah I think we are really past the point as a society where we find it impressive and I think we just find it weird like we kind of see it for what it is like why are we putting influencers like this on a pedestal like can't we just send them the products and they do their job like they should look beautiful for everyone like actually they should look more beautiful for paying customers because they are actually investing in your brand so if anything it should kind of be opposite um that's why I really love the ideas of like brands with bigger budget when they send their PR boxes to like normal people and like high paying customers or like when you have events and they like invite you know like their top customers and things like that I think that's such a good idea because you want to reward the people who genuinely support your brand like of course influencers have got the numbers and the traffic and we want to celebrate them and we want to make them feel really special but customers should be made to feel special too so yeah I feel like they've kind of dodged a bullet in terms of like any criticism on the choice of that PR box because we've been so focused on the missing lipsticks so that is my two cents on the whole situation and my thoughts of like what maybe happened behind the scenes. Um, come over to Instagram at the PR department podcast and tell me any of your theories. And without further ado, I will see you on the next one.